Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Paranormal Romance Book Club. I am your host, Taylor. And I'm Andrea. And uh, it is the 29th of June, mm-hmm. the year of our Lord, 2019. <laughs> I know it's been a while. Um, we've been very busy. We probably say this every podcast. Uh, it's been forever, but uh, we're back. But summer's fucking busy, y'all. Yeah. A lot of shit going on. We're always busy. We had um, a trip, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later yeah. if you want. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just normal stuff. Life stuff. Life stuff. Keeping us busy. Work stuff. But we're we're back. We're back, baby. We've been thinking about y'all. Every day. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you want to just... Jump into Jump it. Jump right into it. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today? I have five books lined up for you guys today. We got five books. Five very different and very similar books. I like that. <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard to find books that are in this genre. Books that aren't super similar mm-hmm. you know they kind of follow the same um outline you know so i've tried very hard to find books that weren't all we're all shifters although i probably do have some you know repeats but they're they might be different kind of shifters yeah we don't know because i kind of went by book covers <laughs> <laughs> Um, which isn't very helpful because people are listening to us. They don't see it. But they can always look them up mm-hmm. on Amazon. By the time we hit episode 50, we'll have covered the whole animal kingdom of shifters. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. There are a lot of animals. Yeah. Maybe we'll write our own. Fuck. We need, like, frogs. Ooh. We need... Um, Insects? Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Falcon shifters. Yeah. We need kangaroos oh my god we need an australian paranormal romance novel mate i'm gonna look that up Ew. love from down under i'm gonna see in more ways than one oh. <laughs> <laughs> so should we get started yeah let's do it i have a book for you this evening because it is evening here mm-hmm. we are recording very late at night We are creatures of the night. We are. Our first book is called Tempted by the Jaguar. It is book one in the Riverford Shifters series, and it is by Christina Rain, R-A-Y-N-E, just in case anyone was curious, not to be confused with R-A-I-N. Middle name, Purple. (laughs) And this book has received four stars on, I do believe, Goodreads. You know, so it's got to be good, right? Kylie Moore has a secret. One she and her adoptive father have carefully guarded for over a decade since the night her parents disappeared. However, when she is randomly attacked one night in her apartment complex's parking lot... That one violent act sets in motion events that reveal not only her long dormant shifter heritage in the worst possible way, 
but could also railroad her efforts of finding out what really happened to her parents. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Suddenly finding herself at the center of attention among Riverford's... Riverford. Riverford. That's a weird That's word. That's a hard word for me yeah. to say. Riverford. It's like, it's like when I try and say rural. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that word. Suddenly finding herself the center of attention among Riverford's shifter clan, Kylie's only hope of navigating such a dangerous minefield of politics and perpetual battles over territory is Hunter. A too sexy for her peace of mind jaguar shifter that might be her key to gaining insider access to the hidden and secretive shifter society. Now Kylie must decide whether to integrate more deeply in a hunter's jaguar clan in order to take advantage of this rare opportunity or run while her secret still remains uncovered. To stay would mean deliberately putting herself in more danger than Kylie may be prepared to handle, especially when Hunter the person she must rely on may be hiding something as well. Hmm. Can we talk about this book cover right quick? I would love to talk about this book cover. So there's a Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> at the front. Um, in front of a little river. And then behind the river, there's a little forest. And then behind the forest, that is where they place the shirtless man with... Yes. Um, Huge muscles mm -hmm. and stubble, of course. They've Always. all got to have stubble. Always stubble. But it just looks like he's a giant man behind the forest. He looks. It looks like Attack on Titan. Like, and he's looking at the jaguar. Like, maybe food. Maybe. Do you know what what it reminds me of? Mm. Do you remember in the eighties and possibly early nineties? The way um, they would take photos and edit them, how you would have one picture, say it's a family photo, and it's the family photo where everyone is kind of looking off in the in a direction, but they're not looking directly at the camera. Uh -huh. To quote Mitch Hedberg, everyone is, and it's not going to be an exact quote, but everyone's just looking off to the left, like yeah. there's something really interesting in the left, and then. In, you know, top left or top right corner is kind of a close-up of yeah, the people. Yeah, almost like a floating thought bubble. Yes, of, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what this reminds yeah. me of. It's just a horrible, horrible Photoshop. Mm -hmm. But that's part of what makes these books so great is the cover. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I love everything about these books. How horribly... Written they are, the storylines, the awful cover art. It's it, it it all draws me in. So cool. Are you ready for book number two? Oh yes, I'm all lubed up and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, second book is called The Mating Challenge. And the tag <laughs> This is hilarious. I love this. The t The tagline on the book cover says, "This alpha cowboy werewolf will finally claim his mate." And once again, we have a picture in the foreground of a wolf howling yeah, it's like in the little, night. It's like a little silhouette of the wolf. Like a little clip art. This it, this is <laughs> 
<laughs> and then here's a cowboy riding a horse. And he's like on a horse. How? And question. A little, little, little fence behind him. And it, it, I, have, I have questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Okay, well, this is this is a serious question. Okay. How is he riding a horse? Because wouldn't the horse recognize the predator in him and be like, no, man, I'm good. Yeah. And not want anything to do with him? Yeah, because wolves eat horses, I'd imagine. I mean, uh, I'd imagine horses would, would would smell that and be like, oh, no, fuck no, bruh. Right. Like, how is this possible? And also just that, like, no, I don't. No one else besides me after this has ever described themselves as alpha cowboy werewolf. <laughs> I think I'll start introducing myself like <laughs> So yeah. I don't know, man. Let, let's find out what So far this is all fantastical and the one issue I see with this book is why is this horse letting this wolf ride it? Like that's my issue. You know? But let's see. Let's see what this book is all about. A sizzling paranormal read. Ranch owner Aiden Mitchell is an alpha werewolf, and he'll do whatever it takes to claim the Blackmore Pack's alpha female. But will a mating challenge reveal Nia... Nia? Nia Blakemore. Nia Blakemore's deadly secret. For a long time, Alpha Werewolf and ranch owner Aiden Mitchell has desired the curvy, vivacious Nikita Blakemore. I said Blackmore. It's Blakemore. Uh, I can't read. uh, Yeah, it's Blakemore. (laughs) Alpha female of the Blakemore pack. He will have her as his mate and no other. To force her hand... mm, I don't like this. To force her hand... To force her hand... Very aggressive. I know. Aiden maneuvers her into hosting a mating challenge. The ultimate warrior competition for werewolves where males fight for the right to mate and breed with a female alpha. Yeah, not not really forcing her. More like... uh, Tricking her? Tricking her. Same damn thing. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Fiercely protective of his future mate, Aiden will do anything to make her his own, even fight to the death. Masquerading as her twin sister, Nia Blakemore knows that she is the one Aiden wants in his bed. Nia has dreamed of the handsome cowboy sweeping her into his strong arms and consummating the passion consuming them both, even though he thinks she is Nikita, the true alpha female. Nia must try to keep Aiden from discovering the truth to protect her frailer, gentler twin. But Nia and the real Nikita hide a secret far more deadly than the charade they have pulled off for years. One that can kill Aiden and any healthy male who sets foot upon their land. What? Okay, it's... I'm so confused. It's like the parent trap. Okay. What? But... Okay, so Nia is pretending to be Nikita. Okay. Right? This dumb dude thinks Nia is Nikita. That makes no sense because he's a alpha cowboy werewolf. He would smell her scent and know the difference. Maybe they're twins and they smell the same. I don't know. I call bullshit. He is no true alpha cowboy werewolf like <laughs> myself. <laughs> there can only be one and he is not it. Nope. 
Well, this book is only 99 cents, so. Get off that horse. Mm-hmm. Fraud. <laughs> Jump on it. Well, moving right along, we're on number three. We're on book number three. Doing good. We're doing good. What did you What do you think about the the previous two so far? Um, uh, meh, meh, meh. They haven't really, nothing's really jumped out at me so far. Although the last one, I read just a tiny little bit, and I'm intrigued. I think it may be our winner. You don't know what it's about. Okay, cool. You haven't seen it. I don't think you saw it. I don't think I saw it. I think you might enjoy it. We will, we'll see. We'll see. Book number three is called Crown of Death by Carrie Taylor. Years of bad luck have made Logan Pierce a little bitter, but it all goes from bad to worse the night she witnesses two immortal beings rip a man's head off with their bare hands. Holy shit. (laughs) Her life is wrecked overnight by a single man, Cyrus, who seems to think she's someone important in his bloody world. But they won't know the truth until she's dead, and he's very anxious to help her get there. But Logan isn't going down without a fight. She makes him a deal. She will die, but first he must spend a month getting to know her. A month to change his mind. What she doesn't expect is a month filled with displays of incredible wealth, spontaneous trips across the country, and unbelievable acts of immortal power. And as Logan spends her last days with Cyrus, she stops seeing the monster and begins to see a lonely, broken man she can't walk away from. If she isn't careful... It won't just be her life she loses at the end of the month, but her heart as well. I think he's a vampire. Yeah, because he's got blood coming out of his mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a moon behind him. (laughs) And (laughs) it's called Crown of Death. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the mystery. Maybe we'll read it. And the fourth tag in the book is vampires. Oh, shit. I didn't even see that. Hmm. No. Oh, and the first one is fiction, just in case you were wondering Man, if I this, was this was true. I not. thought it was real. Wow, Carrie Taylor, you got me. It's free. It's a free book. Guys, this is a free book. You should get this and tell us how it is because... I feel like I'm going to hard pass on this. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. kind of wondering, like, what is this bloody war he's fighting? Why is she the key to all of this? Why does she have to die? So someone read it and let us know and email us and tell us what you think about this book. Yep. Because we're not going to read it. Yeah. But it's only a single standalone book, it appears. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah. It's just the one and done. Right. Yeah, I get kind of bored with with reading a series because there are so many. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like... Ugh. I can't even watch TV series anymore, <laughs> let alone get into a book series. Are you ready for book number three? No, is this is not book number three. Excuse me, this is book number four. Book number four. four. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This book is called Bond... By Tasha Black, and it is, 
I don't know which book it is, but this is a book in the Stargazer Alien Mail Order Bride oh, series. Oh! I know how much you like these oh, books. Oh, man. We're in it. Here we, we go. We ready? We're in the good stuff, guys. Let's do this. When aliens arrive, they expect a warm welcome. Well, yeah, they're <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Posey Quinn has always believed there was more to the world than she can see. So, when she arrives in Stargazer with her head full of conspiracies and high-end hairspray... <laughs> what? What? She isn't entirely surprised to learn that instead of donating eggs for tuition money, she's being asked to make an alien fall in love with her and become an ambassador for humankind. What she doesn't expect is how irresistible Bond is, and how hard it will be to not lose her own heart to the man who plays her body like a violin. I love... When books have all of these cliches, mm-hmm. tried and true cliches. You, you know? also like it when I play your body like a violin. Boom. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though. Mm-hmm. Bond is on earth to fill one. <laughs> Bond is on earth to fill one human female with as much pleasure as she can bear, a mission he's finding very agreeable. But he's not here to fall in love. Tasked with using his powers of human seduction to glean what he can about Earth and its inhabitants, Bond knows that if the planet's resources are worthy and its residents aren't, his days of pleasing Posey will soon be at an end. Okay. That's, wow, like, okay. If people aren't worthy, then peace out, people. You did. That's kind of what I'm gathering from this. I don't know. But look, just want to point out. Mm-hmm. Go back to the go back up to the cover. So one so it says Bond and then underneath it says Stargazer Alien Mail Order Brides. And then underneath it says Intergalactic Dating Agency. Okay. That's kind of like two different things, right? Like Kinda. You're not dating if you order a if you order a wife. Right. It's not dating. You're just buying. Right. You're you're getting your lifelong prostitute in a way. <laughs> your lifelong prostitute. Well, that, I mean, if a mail order bride, like. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry to just anyone kinda, who's ordered their. Yeah, if you <laughs> through the mail. Sorry to sorry to offend you, you weirdo. <laughs> Would you like to know more about the Stargazer Alien Bride series? Yeah. Known for its maple pancakes, the small Pennsylvania town that renamed itself Stargazer has constructed a huge radio transmitter dish that sends messages of welcome into the cosmos. These gentlemen have been designed just for your pleasure. Consider them a hostess gift to the women of Earth. Come to Stargazer, Pennsylvania for the pancakes. Stay for the boys. Hell yeah. I like pancakes. And not boys. That's weird. (laughs) That's a weird thing to say, right? (laughs) I like boys. (laughs) Uh, I don't like the way that sounds. Right. We're going to move on to book number five because... Come for the pancakes and stay for the boys. Put a bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Book number five is called Just Breathe by Heather Allen. 
This is a paranormal romance, but it's also a teen and young adult book. So it's not going to be like the others, but it falls in the realm. PG-13. Yeah. And I admit, I like teen and young adult books. I like to read them. One of my favorite series is the Fallen series, and it's teen and young adult. And I think they're just fantastic books. But this one... Is called Just Breathe, as I've already said. Ever Harding, an average teenager with a passion for swimming, is about to turn 18. Out of the blue, she has been dumped by her longtime boyfriend, which is the ultimate of tragedies in her life. Little does she know that on that fated 18th birthday, she will have to make a choice that will change her life as she knows it forever. A month before her birthday, Ever meets Jack, a mysterious new boy with mesmerizing eyes. He affects her like no one else. This meeting sets things into a whirlwind she never would have dreamed. With Jack's guidance, she discovers a family line that leads her to the sea. She must make the ultimate choice. Stay on land where life as she knows it won't change or go and live in the sea as a mermaid with Jack. Ultimately, her choice sets into motion an even bigger decision in which she has the fate of a race of people in her hands. The people in the sea are in a feud. She will tip the balance. She must battle the ageless moral dilemma of prejudice and race. Once she comes to terms with her life-changing choices, she must ask herself, Did I make the right decisions? And is Jack really who I think he is? We've never had a mermaid book before. Merman. Well, I mean, she's a mermaid. I don't know about Jack. Jack might be like... Aquaman or some shit. Maybe. I don't know. <sighs> so. It's free. It only costs nothing. Just breathe. Breathe. The water. Just breathe. So what did you think? Um, well, even if we found any, um, good ones, it doesn't matter because I'm still working my way through fucking Bigfoot book, so. Hagen? Yeah. You've been really busy, Mm -hmm. so you haven't had a chance to really read. Let it slide. I'm a, I'm a finish it. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna give you my expert critique. I can't wait for you to finish it so I can read it. Mm Mm-hmm. I might get the audio book. I think... Is there one? I think we looked it up and there isn't one. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. Well, that's our previews. So we we really don't have anything to review. No. So we could just fill this up with Lanyap, if you'd like. Sure. Talk, talk about whatever you want. Okay. So we took a trip. We did. We went to Bonnaroo. Oh my gosh. And we had a great time. We camped. Yes. Because if you don't know anything about Bonnaroo, it is the, it is it's the biggest camping festival in uh, North America. There's no no bigger camping festival. So, not only was this Andrea's first time camping, <laughs> but she was camping with eighty thousand people around her. It was insane. Um, and we where we were camping at, we were kind of in between a lot of the stages. Um, and Bonnaroo doesn't stop until the sun comes up. So 
we brought earplugs and we, yes. um, you know, we're old, right? So like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, we were ready for bed. Yeah, we were, were in bed. We were in, in, in our tent every night. So no, not every night. We heard, we went and saw, we saw Post Malone. And yeah. he didn't play until what eleven? Yeah, I think 11? he was over right after midnight. So it was about twelve fifteen, I think, when his set was over. So that was our big night. That was like we stayed up late that night. Mm-hmm. So let's see who's our who's our favorite ones we saw. Let's see. On Thursday, we saw Donna Missile. Yes. She was pretty good. She was. She was very good. Um, Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was... Thursday, we did a lot of just exploring and seeing the grounds. Thursday, we were we were in bed pretty early Thursday. We got up super early mm-hmm. to, to travel up there and um, set up camp and all of that. So, that was kind of our go to bed early and get up the next day so we could really enjoy ourselves. Yeah. So, then Friday we saw, uh, let's see, we saw AJR. Yeah. Those, those sweet boys. They were, um, that, was, that was funny. There's like, they waited just long enough to come out as a three brothers band well enough after Hanson for it to be okay, right? You're forgetting about the Jonas Brothers, too. Oh, well, that, uh, that doesn't count. They, just, <laughs> they, they don't matter? Well, they don't play instruments, I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I only know the Jonas Brothers, like, now. I think when they were on their Disney show, they, they played, quotation mm-hmm. marks. I'm not sure if they actually, I don't know. I just know them as solo artists. I they're, think... they're terrible. They don't count. I mean, Hanson's terrible too, but see my point. Let's see. We okay. all, we saw K Flay. K Flay was great. I love K Flay. Saw Childish Gambino. Oh my gosh, that was just just amazing. We heard and fish. Heard fish. I don't like fish. Sorry if you like fish. Fish is garbage. Fish <sighs> gave me bad dreams. Fish took me on an emotional. Roller coaster that I did not consent to. It like melted your face off, man. Oh my god, everybody says that and it didn't. It just ugh. Um, Don't like fish. Not our not our groove. No, not our not our jam. So that was Friday. Saturday Saturday was the day. Because Saturday we saw Hozier. And Hozier was amazing. Hozier was Hozier was a religious experience for me. I He took us to church. Yeah. He did. Yep. I was standing there in the middle of thousands of people and it was like I was the only person there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the song, but one of the songs he sang, I was just crying. It moved me to tears and I haven't had a, an experience musically like that at a live show I don't think ever where where I've listened I've, I've, I've listened to an artist 
play and I just I felt their music so deeply that it moved me to tears I mean I have there are songs you know that that do that for me but just live being in the moment with thousands of other people and experiencing this together but then at the same time you're the only one there and it was just it was magical to me yeah it was something special it really was and we got to do that together and i think that's great Mm -hmm. who else did we see we saw the national we did see the national. which you know i like the national but not really something they were they were good i don't want to i don't want to talk shit no they they were were fantastic it was it was it was a it was more of a chill set yeah it was very kind of laid back we just sat and we listened and it was it was very good. It wasn't bad at all. It was just different from all the other mm-hmm. ones that we had seen. I really like uh, Blood Bu- Blood that Blood Bu- Buzz Ohio, mm-hmm. and they played that yeah like halfway through the set. So once they played that, I was like, okay, cool. And then we went get something to eat or whatever. Well, we had to leave early. For yeah, we had to leave to go catch a uh, posty. Yeah, boy, post Malone. He that was, was good. really good. Yeah. He was really good. Mm-hmm. I was hoping more as because he was, it was just him, you know. Um, mm-hmm. there, he had no band, you know. He he didn't have a hype man or anything. It was just him, which you know, he does he doesn't need anyone else no. to make a good performance. But I think that that's his next step is is going to the level of of Donald Glover and having a whole band and you know making it a a big scene Mm -hmm. but you know it was still a great show it was he played um my favorite song uh which is stay he brought out a guitar and played it which was really cool Uh, very respectful that he would bring a guitar out you know it's like a it's a Mm hip-hop you know type performance and he brings a guitar out pretty cool yeah and he was so appreciative of the audience. Every single song he played, you could just tell the the gratitude that he was expressing was genuine. Yeah. You yeah. know, he, you get the impression that, you know, even though he's as wildly popular as he is now, that he kind of just can't believe that he gets to, to do what he's doing. He comes off as humble. He does. Right? Which is crazy because if you look at him... With all his wild tattoos on his face and, yeah. and how how he he presents himself, which you know, not to I don't want to judge him by how he looks, but he just kind of comes across. You get the impression just by looking at him that he's kind of like most people with face tattoos. You kind of <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, you know, you would just look at him and think, oh, well, you know. He's kind of like, you're welcome for me being here. And that's not how he was. He He's very much, thank you for coming to, to watch me perform for you. I can't believe that mm-hmm. you're here for me. Because a lot of people who were there were there for him. Yeah. Bonnaroo was, first of all, it was sold out this year. Yes. Mostly because of Post and Cardi B. Yeah. And that kind of brought... Um, some younger people there, yes, uh, with with a little bit less respect, less um, of the 
Bonnaroo attitude, which is to send positive vibes, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be nasty. Don't throw garbage on the ground. Yeah, there was a lot of garbage. But there was a lot of that this year. Yeah. There was a lot of, you know. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of that there. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's par for the course. You, You know, you're around thousands, literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people. You're gonna have, you know, the. And we don't mean to judge. You know, everybody no. should be welcome, but it's also like, oh. There was a definite lack of respect for the people around, but you know, it's whatever. We enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time. And that was about it. Because Sunday morning, uh, as I was coming back from uh, getting ice, I tripped over a fucking tent wire and hurt my foot. So we missed all of Sunday because yeah. we came back early. Mm-hmm. I felt fucking terrible um, because we missed a lot of um, bands we wanted to see Sunday. But we still had a great time. Yeah. We had a lot of awesome food. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We had these these nachos were fucking awesome. Pulled pork nachos. Uh, what else? What no, else? no, no, no. Was it pulled pork? No, it was so. brisket. It was brisket. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crawfish, beignets. Donut was pretty good. Um, met a lot of met a lot of cool people. A really good time. We yeah. had awesome camp neighbors. They were really nice. Yeah. Oh, our other neighbor had a flag that was. Um, you got a picture of it too. It it, it had. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau on it. You're tearing me apart, yes. Lisa. <laughs> it was awesome. I can't wait to go back. It's going to be the best. We have less than a year now. Yep. I mean, it's still a long ways away, but... We About have less four or five year. months, we'll get the set list. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so, yeah. I'm so proud of you. You did so good at camping. Thanks. I was nervous. Help me set up camp and mm-hmm. never complain. Nope. And I am an AC kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like my artificial environments, but I had so much fun. I Honestly, it was the best time I've ever had. It was my most favorite thing that we have done together in... The many years that we have been together. It was my favorite thing that we've done. I think what makes it so special is, is like we're saying, that, you know, there there's a whole attitude to it that, you know, what what is it, radiate positivity? Yeah. It's just really nice to have four days out of the year to go to a place where... You don't have to listen to all of the, you know, I've, I've been saying lately that we're in the age of nastiness. I, and I'm a bit hypocritical because we're doing a podcast where we make fun of other we're people's like books. shit on books. <laughs> but it's it's nice. I wish the world was more like Bonnaroo, that people would go out of their way to be positive. And be kind. To not focus on the negative. Yeah. So... I think that's why it's so special and i'm so glad we did it me too it was i'll admit it was kind of hard to um radiate positivity a lot of the time because i well maybe not maybe well, not radiate positivity i'm very type a 
And I'm very quick to, um, hey, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, so I'm not a laid back person at all, I don't think. And I, I was like that while we were there. For the most part, I had my moments. Uh, one time in particular stands out during Childish Gambino when I started yelling at that girl getting on her boyfriend's shoulders and they were standing right in front of me and I couldn't see. Um, Things like that. You know, just people who have total disregard for people around them. Mm -hmm. I don't like that at all. It really pisses me off that people are just so, you know, blatantly... Maybe not bl- willfully ignorant mm-hmm. of the people around them. Um, I don't like that. So it was hard for me to rein that in because saying "Hey, fuck you" is <laughs> the total opposite of it. Hap- it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our story about our trip to Bonnaroo, and it was really great, and I can't wait to do it again. And hopefully, you know, we can maybe talk some people into going with us next year. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome to have a PRBC meetup at Bonnaroo. Yeah. That'd be great. So if anyone is interested, once again, hit send, us up. Yeah, send us an email at email. PRBC Pod. Nope. Dirty Box. Send us, yeah. PRBC Podcast.com. Yeah, send us an email at Dirty Box at PRBC Podcast.com. And, you know, email us about whatever. Tell us how much you hate us. Tell us if you like us. Tell us if you think this is terrible and we should stop. We'll fucking read your shit. We will. And I guarantee you, if you tell us to stop, we're not going to. We're going to do it to spite you. But We'll probably still read it, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, we love you guys. All three of you who listen to us every time we... You know, release a new episode. And I, we promise, we promise we're going to be better about this. We're going to release an episode more than just once a month. Maybe twice a month. <laughs> We've got to work our way up to it. You know, it's summer. Things are really crazy around here. Um, you know, we, you know, things are crazy around here. We're really busy during the summer. So we're, we're doing our best to to produce content for you guys and we're gonna pinky pinky promise we're gonna do better about giving you new episodes more often and we're still working on our website you mm-hmm. know, i'm trying i'm not the most tech savvy but we're gonna get we're gonna get there what is our website www dot hold on it's right here yeah. Yeah, our website is www.prbcpodcast.com if you want to check it out. But yeah, we're going to work on it. Yeah, yeah we'll it's a definite it. work in progress. But if you want to see what we look like, you can go to our website and check it out. But we're going to, uh, so that's where we're going to end it for today. Yeah, yeah. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, send us an email. And we will see you guys next time. 
拜拜。